This is something that blows my mind. And I'm going to tell you about them right now. Let's talk about pizza. I don't care. I just love it in the mouth. Mind blown. That's really my biggest concern. (laughs) Well, there's nothing here for me. I'm going to go ahead and give myself a little pat on the back for that one. This ain't no game show. This is life. I am the incognito athlete, and I have so much to gain by losing 100 pounds. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hello, all you wonderful people, and thank you for coming back to join me for my podcast, The Incognito Athlete and My 100 Pound Journey. I'm Erica. I appreciate you coming back after last week. It was a raw, heavy, but real episode. And I am stoked to be back this week. I feel better than ever. I have a lot of cool things on the horizon, one of which is actually my episode today. I am so excited to bring a science experiment to you today. This is actually something that everyone is going to want to listen to. In working with my dietitian, I learned a lot more about our body and our pH levels. So basically, how acidic, how alkaline is our body composition at the moment? It is very important for us to always stay pH balanced. Am I hearkening back for you to like sixth grade bio? (laughs) So in order for us to stay balanced, we also need to consider the things that we're putting in our body. A lot of times we're absorbing toxins and things like that, that maybe we're, we're not taking in and ingesting. However, things as common as water actually contributes to the balance or imbalance of our pH. I was so surprised to learn that water sources actually truly do differ significantly. We are going to get down to the bottom of what is in our water. Dun, dun, dun. I am so excited about this episode. But before we get into all that fun business, I want to make sure that we start off with our week in review. So if you listen to episode eight, you already know where my head's been. Uh, I do encourage you to listen to that episode. I think it's um, a really good reflection of what I'm going through, how I'm feeling. And it also speaks to what a lot of us go through when we are pursuing a goal, uh, pursuing wellness and are faced with our own internal uh, adversity. But just as a quick recap, I was kind of on a bit of a hiatus, if you will, not being very diligent with the things that I was told to do to make sure that I was staying on track. Um, I faltered a bit. And so really my goals for the week were just to be consistent. I wanted to make sure that I was always putting myself first, um, not in a selfish way, but just in a wellness way. You know, am I taking that breather at work that I need, that two-minute breather, or maybe a walk around the block at home? Am I ensuring that I'm making the right food choices and picking the right things out of my refrigerator and not just, you know, scarfing down applesauce and uh, mixing the wrong types of foods for my meals? And I'm really proud to say that that was something that I was able to really maintain. I didn't get as much working out in as I had wanted to. However, I got back on track. And, you know, I really want to just go ahead and pause really quickly to a shout out to my listeners. I had a number of people reach out to me through social media 
at incognito.athlete on Instagram, uh, as well as on Facebook. However, I also heard from people directly and I appreciate the sensitivity of your outreach and the encouragement that you gave me to keep going. And I, I didn't anticipate that kind of outreach. I wasn't really looking for that. But I'm grateful for it because it really did help me to stay motivated and to know that I was supported too. Getting that kind of feedback reinforces why I'm doing this podcast. Another goal that I made for myself, and if you recall, is to do 30 days of gratitude. So I am working with the five-minute journal, making sure that I am taking time in the morning at night for my gratitude. Now, admittedly, I'm not writing it down. I've had a couple of days where I've slipped up. Sometimes it's a little difficult for me to pick up a new habit, but I'm working hard to really stay focused on gratitude. In doing so, it keeps my mind in a very positive state and I don't then therefore allow myself to go into those negative head spaces that put me in a tailspin. If you haven't already picked up the challenge with me, you're not doing it with me, I encourage you to, to maybe join me now. It's never too late to be grateful, right? And uh, now that we're in the month of November, the, the, the month of thanks, the season of Thanksgiving, it's very apropos for us to be focusing a little bit more on the things that we do have as opposed to what we don't have, right? So if I were to look back on this week as far as like my PRs and my misfires, I'm just going to say that the PR is me getting back on the bandwagon. I, I really look back at the old Erica and I remember how how hard I would fall and how long I would stay there and how I made tons of excuses to stay there. I'm too busy. I am too tired. I'm never going to make it anyway. I tell myself all these lies and it would take me months and months to recover And so if nothing else, I have seen that the shift in my mindset and all the work that I've been doing mentally is helping me to recover from my little oopsies a whole lot faster. It's taking me like a couple days, a couple weeks instead of a couple months or even like a year. I mean, there was even like a year that I basically didn't do CrossFit, which is crazy to me. I just did a whole lot of nothing. So anyway, I'm really grateful for that. And I would say probably my misfire is not making sure that I've been doing the journal. Um, I'm taking that time out to be grateful to reflect for sure. I want to be more diligent about writing it down. Uh, I think we all learn and process information differently. And for me, the actual action of writing something down reinforces it more for me. It becomes a little bit more real, ingrained in my brain, ingrained in my heart. Um, It's a little less casual and passive to be able to take that extra step to take a thought and put it down to paper. If you feel like that too, like let me know or, or give me another idea of something that might be working for you. I'd love to hear it. As much as I'm sharing my information with you, I, I would really welcome my audience to share anything with me. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, just give me a shout out and and share with all of the listeners too who are joining me. Again, I just want to say thank you very much for listening, for tuning in, for supporting me through this little bit of a bumpy time that I've experienced. Uh, I still feel extremely strong and confident in what I am doing and even more so because I have the support of all of you. Massive, massive thanks. Uh, with that, I think it's about time that we get into our main topic of the week. This 
is going to be fun. I cannot wait to find out what is going on in the water that we are drinking at work, at the airport, picking up at the gas station. We're going to get into that right now by driving down Front Street. I mentioned already that I'm looking at our body composition and our our body's natural tendency to want to be pH balanced. And so we're going to be exploring this in a really fun way today with simply just water. And I say simply when I've got, you know, seven bottles of water here on the table, but I'm really excited because I have my stand-in scientist today, very good friend, and talented life coach, Lindsay Lang, with me today. So actually, it's it's Lindsay and, and my friend Amanda, who both have really enlightened me to water. And it, and it wasn't until I started working with my dietitian that I realized that I really need to take a closer look at this. And there's a reason these two smart Uh, women are are checking this out too. And before I start talking about my perspective and uh, how I have developed an interest in this, I really wanted to pass the mic over to you, Lindsay, because you are the one who really got me thinking about my source of water. Yeah. Awesome. Water, like you said, is one of the most important things that our body needs. And I started diving into water probably about 10 years ago. I was enlightened by a friend of mine to really take a look at how much water I was drinking, but not only that, what's in the water. And so I actually had purchased a machine years ago that gave me pH balanced water. Over the years, I just thought the more water, the better. Right. And that's not the case necessarily. Because what I've recently been researching is that I was drinking more water than I personally needed for myself. And again, Ah. this is for just me. Right. And it was actually flushing my system of potassium. See? Yeah. It's all about the balance, right? Yes. So over the year, what I do now is I actually add Ultima electrolytes to my water to help with potassium. And I only drink half my body weight in ounces of water every day. Okay. I'm probably over the past 10 years, I've become a water snob. (laughs) Well, that's why I brought you on today because... For me, I have always thought, well, water just tastes like water. And it, and and for you, I know that you had a much different opinion. I often actually thought that maybe you just had better senses than I do. But in doing this exercise today, um, little spoiler alert, we did some taste tests and there are differences. Yes, there are definitely <laughs> differences for sure. And now, I mean, we have a we have a reverse osmosis at my house now. And I swear it's the best water and it's all I drink that with my electrolytes all mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. So, so instead of like the hundred ounces of water, you're you're drinking a, a more moderate amount then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because I just wasn't hydrating myself, it was just going right through my system. Mm-hmm. So now I give it, like I said, half my body weight in ounces. So it's roughly about seventy ounces a day, mm-hmm. and that's what I, that's where I stop. Gotcha. Because if you think people a lot of times forget that, especially if you're drinking tea and coffee Mm -hmm. even though it's tea and coffee it's still water right so I was drinking three to four of my 32 ounce hydro flask a day wow on top of tea and maybe a coffee or like a a coffee substitute Mm -hmm. and it was just way too much yeah yeah absolutely 
The other thing that I wanted to mention too is what we're drinking from. So it was in recent years that we all became aware of BPA chemicals in our plastic water bottles. And so that triggered me when you said your hydro flask. So you're drinking from a metal container. Yes, stainless steel. Stainless I steel. Believe, I okay. believe they're stainless steel. Okay. And so that's just another thing, you know, we can't go down that rabbit hole. I think there are just so many variables here, but it is something just to consider when it comes to making sure that you're that when it comes to making sure that I am not putting harmful things in my body. Another thing too about that is if you keep bottled water in your car mm-hmm. and it gets hot, then the chemicals actually release from the plastic as well. Mm-hmm. So that is also something to be aware of with water. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, we have, let's see, we have six bottles of water here of different brands today that we're going to be testing. Part of me cringes for two different reasons. One, they're all in plastic. And so there is that X factor of the contamination with the plastic. And then number two, that is a crap ton of garbage right here that is going to either get thrown in a landfill somewhere or maybe, you know, get recycled and reused as we hope that they do. So, you know, I think that's another thing to really consider when it comes to um, seeking to consume the appropriate amount of water that we need to on a daily basis. So one of the things that we did also throw into the mix, Lindsay and myself, are our daily waters. So mine is coming from my refrigerator. It's allegedly filtered. (laughs) And Lindsay too, what did you bring? I brought the water from our reverse osmosis filtered water as well. Okay. Can you like dumb that down for me? Like not the process per se, but like, is it a machine? Is it a mechanism? Is it in your fridge? Like it actually sits underneath our kitchen sink okay. in the cabinet and we have it come up and we had somebody come and drill a hole in our granite. Yeah. So it has its own spigot that, or faucet, not spigot. I guess what's outside. <laughs> it's a faucet that it is right there. So we just okay. pull the water from that directly. See, that's cool. So it's like a built-in, yes. like pure Brita filter essentially, but, yeah. but, but a different mechanism. Right. Got it. So like I mentioned earlier, I have not been as savvy and as attentive to my water source as Lindsay has. And it was really recently when my dietitian put in front of me um, an acidity and alkaline food chart when my mind finally went. Why? Because bottled water is sitting on the lower end of the pH scale which suggests it has a higher acidity. It's listed with the likes of coffee, tomato sauce, sports drinks, and beer. Sad. (laughs) It's kind of wild. All right, so maybe I should go ahead and back up a little bit too because it's probably been a minute since we were in our um, environmental science class. (laughs) (laughs) And we can talk a little bit about what acidity is. So our bodies seek to be balanced in about like the 7.3 to 7.45 range, depending on who you're consulting. My numbers come from the American Association for Clinical Chemistry. So 
Hopefully that's pretty legit. (laughs) Sounds like it anyway. A lower pH and literally a lower number suggests that the food or the water, whatever you're consuming, is more acidic. And so again, consulting my chart here, those are things like soda, even shellfish, artificial sugar, and chocolate. On the other end of the spectrum, the higher pH and the literal higher numbers means that it's more alkaline. And these are things that typically you can consume more freely. So they're things like celery, cucumbers, even lemons, although it's an acidic fruit, it's still more alkaline. Because it turns alkaline once it gets into your system. Look at, that's why I brought this girl around. (laughs) And sweet potatoes, zucchini, tangerine. So there's actually quite a few citric fruits on here. So there's not like some sort of a box around the things that we consume. So why is it important for our body to be balanced? The extreme effect of our bodies being too acidic is called acidosis. There are some very familiar symptoms that can come from this, like fatigue, shortness of breath, sleepiness, and headaches. So I think that's really interesting that, you know, you might think that Maybe you have a headache because of your period or because the sun is too hot or whatever, you know, and and you're not going to necessarily look at your pH, right? No. Or you may think, oh, I'm dehydrated and I need more water. And you go drink a water that's acidic. Bingo. And that is where the rubber meets the road. I am floored by this because we're trying to take care of ourselves. We're looking at the innateness of what we feel we need to do. And so what I learned is exactly what you said, Lindsay, dehydration, high fat diets and obesity can contribute to acidosis. So if you are experiencing acidosis and you are dehydrated, you could actually be exacerbating your situation by drinking acidic water. Yeah. And one other thing, too, is it's not your healthy fat high diet either too exactly it's like the it's the fast food yeah yeah those kind of fried things those kind of stuff thank you for mentioning that because it's not like you know keto or something like that avocados are still good yeah yeah please continue to enjoy your avocado toast uh (laughs) but then then i also wanted to just talk about my own situation here so being clinically obese compared you know on the bmi scale is something that inherently contribute to acidosis What I learned then is that a higher pH for my body can also contribute to the weight gain. So I'm already obese, which is a factor in potential like acidosis or at least a higher pH level. And then if I continued with an unbalanced diet like I had been doing, then what would have happened is my body would have borrowed minerals like calcium and sodium that are important for my organs, bones, and my teeth. And I would have actually perpetuated internal corrosion of my body. Yeah, sounds sounds right. <laughs> I mean, that's frightening to think about it that way. Mm-hmm. And, and so then it's not even just my skeletal system, right? It's the heart, liver, kidneys, the organs that are, are also suffering as a result. And I learned too that the high acid pH can actually stimulate our genetic response for starvation. 
So again, it is like perpetuating the obesity. My body will hoard whatever it's taking in and store it as fat. Crazy. I mean, and this is all potentially contingent on my water consumption because for someone like me, I've been directed to consume a gallon of water a day. That's 120 ounces. And I usually shoot for like at least 100. That's a crap ton of water. Oh, yeah. You definitely have to train yourself to drink that much water. That's why I got the Hydro Flask. Mm -hmm. It keeps me accountable. Mm -hmm. So and I know how much water's in it. Right. And then I know how much I need to drink of it. And then if I, but if I'm choosing a poor source, then am I doing myself harm? Potentially. Maybe. Maybe. It's a consideration. Yes. And that's all that we're really here doing today is just to enlighten ourselves and to kind of share what we've discovered. Okay. You're probably really tired of hearing me talk. Let's get to the tests. All right. So we have here, Lindsay, do you want to tell us the brands that we've gotten today? Sure. We have Smart Water. We have Aquafina. We have Dasani. We have Fiji, Life Water, and Body Armor. Nice. And then again, our two household waters. Correct. Okay. So we felt like it would just be a little extra fun if we also did a taste test with these. We'll round out our experiment with a taste test as well. But go ahead and kick things off with our first sample, which is Smart Water. Lindsay, will you also help us um, understand how we're testing this today? Sure. So this is some, it's a liquid that I got when I had my Kangen water machine. It's from the company Enagic. Mm-hmm. And it's just a liquid that you put a drop into the water and see what color it turns. And then you match the color to the pH scale. Gotcha. Okay. So this is going to be fun. It's like watercolors, but not. <laughs> so we're starting with the smart water. Now, smart water is a vapor distilled water, according to its ingredients list. And it also has additives in it, which is something I think I just want to share with the listeners to be mindful of. It includes calcium chloride, magnesium chloride, and potassium bicarbonate, which it suggests as being an electrolyte source. Okay, Lindsay. So we've done the test now on the smart water and we're comparing it to the chart. It's looking pretty yellow to me. Yeah, that is really yellow. So based on the chart, what is that telling us? That would be telling us that we're more on an acidic level for smart water. Which is really surprising to me. It is to me as well. I'm kind of blown away. All right. So moving next, we have Aquafina. Now, Aquafina is one that I've always gone to because it doesn't have anything in it. Am I correct? Hold, please. (laughs) Aquafina says that it is purified by reverse osmosis. Okay. And I do not see any additional ingredients in the water. Cool. So doing the pH test here, what color are we seeing? It's also more acidic. Ah. I would say it's the between the yellow and the orange. Really? Yeah. So that's really on the the lower end of the spectrum. Correct. Again, very surprising. Okay, moving on. So the next one for me is kind of the bugaboo. It's Dasani. So I think we said earlier, it's interesting that Dasani comes from the Coca-Cola company. You know? Correct. So it kind of just gives me pause. 
And then the other thing too is this one is highly accessible to me at all times. And so I end up grabbing it more than I really want to because what's on the ingredient list? Purified water, magnesium sulfate, potassium chloride, and salt. And it also indicates that they've added minerals for taste and it's purified by reverse osmosis. Okay. So we like the process, but then there's all that other stuff in it. Correct. Mm-hmm. What's the coloring on this one? Super yellow. Oh, no. Like light, the light yellow. I mean, it's acidic as well. But now compared to Aquafina, can you can we distinguish a difference? I would say the Dasani is more acidic than the Aquafina. Okay. You know, and again, we're doing a, a homegrown experiment here. So this is semi-scientific, but I think we're, we're seeing some interesting results. And the one that is going to be the most interesting to me is the next one, because I'm seeing the color change already for the Fiji water. Okay. I love like the whole marketing around this brand. Tell us a little bit more about how this water is sourced and its ingredients. This makes me want to go to Fiji. (laughs) So this one is bottled at the source, and I cannot pronounce this correctly, of the actual Fiji Island. Okay. So I'm not even going to try that. That's fine. But this one has, it says that the typical analysis for the taste is it has silica, calcium, magnesium, and the pH of this one is supposed to be 7.7. Okay. According to the bottle, it has um, bicarbonate, and then there is total dissolved solids is what it has as well and Mm -hmm. it says natural electrolytes and minerals give fiji water it's smooth and soft taste okay and it is alkaline based on our test yeah so they're no joke for sure i mean it's like a it's like a very dark blue is it not yeah yeah and it says natural artesian water (laughs) On the islands of Fiji. So, you know, I don't know that this is necessarily like a good or a bad thing. It's just different. Correct. You're going to have a different, you have a different source with the Fiji, considerably different over the other three that we've looked at so far. Absolutely. Wild. Okay. We have two more bottles of water left. We have this life water. Now, Lindsay, you know more about this than I do only because you've seen it on TV. Right? Yeah, I've seen the ads on TV for Life Water. And it says that this one is purified water, purified also by reverse osmosis. It has magnesium sulfate and potassium bicarbonate in it. And it says on the front that it's pH balanced. Okay. So that could, most likely, it can be up for interpretation. And our test is, this one is, I would say, it's got a hint of alkalinity to it. But it is definitely, I would say, more on the acidic side. Would you agree with the color we're seeing? It's more of a gold. Yeah, it's really like the gold. So it's not as yellow as the others. And so it's a little bit more on the neutral side. Yes. So, yeah, like neutral to acidic. Yes. And so that may be what they're saying is it's pH balance. It's more neutral. It's Uh not acidic or alkaline. It's Uh just in the middle. Yeah. And they also apparently have electrolytes added for taste, too. Hmm. So it does have additives, and yet it's still a little more of a middle ground source that's interesting to me too because i've often thought well all i want is water like i don't want additives to it but now i'm looking at it from a whole different perspective like it might be okay to have some of those things those minerals and and so forth so long as it's not too acidic correct 
Yeah. That's yeah. And again, I'm not a doctor either. I'm not a nutritionist nor a professional. We're just checking it We're out. Just checking it out. Yep. So what's the last one we have here? The body armor. Body armor. And it actually has on here that it has a proprietary electrolyte formula in it. Okay. It says it's alkaline water with a pH of nine plus. Okay. And the ingredients, it's also reverse osmosis, potassium bicarbonate, calcium chloride, magnesium chloride. And it did come out. I would say that is such a dark blue that it's accurate of yeah. a nine of a nine plus yeah. pH. It's it's highly alkaline. So I love it, at the very least that it's as advertised, right? Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I will say, if you look at the bottles though for Smart Water, well, okay, I take that back because Smart Water does say purely balanced pH. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. You know, there's there's no telling, you know, it would really be worth exploring this a little bit further, you know, testing it with another method, of course. But, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing some things here just to to maybe check out. Yes. Um, now, it's not always that we have these bottles of water on hand, but we do have our home water. <laughs> so we um, we're going to go ahead and reach for Lindsay's. Reverse osmosis, filtered water, and check this out. I'm scared. Now, what is the hope here? Are we hoping for this to be neutral, alkaline? For my preference, yeah. I would like to see neutral to alkaline. Uh-huh. All right. Well, let's give it a go and see what happens. Yes. <laughs> that makes me happy. <laughs> it's like a nice green. Like a greenish blue. <laughs> no. It just makes me want to just... Yeah, makes me happy. <laughs> Reach for that hydro flask. I know. Let me just take an, oh, another sip as I drop our testing liquid here. <laughs> that's all right. Brian's off the hook. He doesn't have to do any demo. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we will not be shopping for a new water filter system. Okay. I am happy with that. Excellente. Okay. And if I, I would share what it is that we have. I don't know the exact brand. Well, we're going to find out. Yeah, I can find out. Nice. All right, so now here, here we go. We're going to test my home water. And this is coming from my Insignia refrigerator. And we're giving it a little stir to find that it is also Woo! very neutral. Yes, look at that. It's a beautiful green. That's, that's reassuring. Isn't it? <laughs> I was getting really nervous. <laughs> We're not just drinking up acid every day. That's great. Golly. And I'll tell you why. One of the reasons I'm really nervous is the other thing that Lindsay and I did before we got on the mics today. And that is our taste test. Yes. <laughs> we actually tasted my water first. And between the two of us, I think it's one of our least favorite tasting yeah. waters. Yep. I, I rated it like a five. And what did you do? You scrunched up your nose. I said it smelled bad. Yeah, there was, and it may be, there's chlorine that's not completely filtered. Maybe that's what I'm smelling, but I don't know enough about mm -hmm. the smells to accurately describe. Right. And so, like, that's a whole other animal, but absolutely something to kind of check out, too, is um, we do have, I, I bought some, some test strips that I plan to do on my own time to see if there's any iron or chlorine in my water. Just something else, um, you know, but I'm, I'm happy to see that it's a, a pH balanced source for me. Do you want to walk through all of the waters? 
and give our feedback on the taste. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine. All right. Let's circle back around then for the smart water. Okay. I'm going to tell you what that I actually gave that a 10. Yeah. I like smart water. It, mm-hmm. If I have the, well, I could go down and tell you my order of which I like these, but I base a lot of these, especially the four smart water, Aquafina, Dasani and Fiji mm-hmm. based on travel. When mm-hmm. I'm in the airport, right. what seems to be the one that I can get to the most. Now I've seen life water popping up more, uh-huh. but my go-to is smart water is second for me. Mm-hmm. Now that and you, then I'll tell you what's first later. But now that you've seen the acidity. Yeah, I won't go for that one. Interesting. Yeah. What would you reach for now? Fiji. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little on the safer like, side. Yeah, I still like the Fiji taste. I, I just, I always have. Well, let's just go ahead and jump to that. I mean, that's perfectly fine. I agree that Fiji is delicious. I put a 10 down for it. It's the best flavor, in my opinion. Yeah. They described it well. It sounds a little weird the way they say that it's like a smooth taste because I feel like that you can't have a taste that's a texture, but it's it's true. There is a, a smoothness to it. Have you ever actually been to a spring and filled up your water bottle and drank it? No, I've not had the pleasure. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's top quality. That yeah. beats all of this. Well, so, I have done that. So there you go. That's another thing that really must contribute to the quality and why we like it so much. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that like Dasani, Aquafina, those are like middle of the road for me. And especially now that I'm seeing that they're a little more on the acidic side, I, I just don't want to touch them. No, I don't remember the last time I had Dasani and Aquafina is my one when I'm traveling. If all else fails, yeah. I'll get that one. Yeah. But it's definitely not my preference. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's not like you're, you're drinking acid. Right, okay, no. so so that's something that probably is worth saying. Yeah, it's not like it's going to damage you. And our bodies are so smart. At least, I mean, well, they are. I, I I'm I'm saying this as a non-expert, but but our bodies are very smart. My body knows how to get itself back into a proper pH level, a balanced level. And so, yes. if I do have something that's a little bit more of an acidic Aquafina, no additive water, my body's going to process that just fine. Correct. And we're also not saying either that if you have no water, don't drink these at all. Yeah. That's not the point. Because dehydration is probably far worse than having a couple bottles of Aquafina. Right. It's just if you have the option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the again, point though, here. We're not we're not the professionals. Yeah. But again, personal. But also here we do have several options. And so which one do you choose? You know, if you're looking purely at price, that's a whole different perspective. But if price is not your thing, then, you know, I'm going to be a lot more choosy after this. So what is your least favorite here? Dasani's my least favorite. And okay. I did like the life water mm-hmm. and the body armor. Mm-hmm. They were good, too. Yeah, I would say the Dasani is, is my least favorite. Um, my fridge water was not much better. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Balanced. But it's balanced, so at least I know there's that. And I would say that the Life Water and the Fiji were my favorite. Yeah, I would I would second that. I mean, now that Life Water has come on, I see it more in the airport. Mm-hmm. I would probably say Fiji or Life Water are the two that I would go for now yeah. when I'm traveling. So very interesting. Thank you so much for being my assistant today. I would not have been able to manage this all by myself. We got a hot mess of of water cups and bottles here. However, I'm really excited that I actually saw this through, you know, and and that you were um, excited to try it out with me. I think, again, it's 
water is necessary for the body Mm -hmm. it's like any other food right Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. something we ingest check out what's in your water Mm -hmm. right if especially if you drink your tap water Mm -hmm. go to home these are test strips that you also have from home depot right Yep, yep so you can and they're not too expensive it's worth doing it for your health right just test your water see what's in it and do what you can mm-hmm. do the best you can to drink water that doesn't have a bunch of additives and things to it. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that you said to me too, as we were preparing for this is just to be mindful as well about uh, even our tap water. The largest organ in our body is our skin and it's highly absorbent. And so if we're swimming, if we're bathing, if we're washing our hands, you know, there is that possibility of absorbing some of these things as well. We need water to live. And so it's best to find the best source of water for us so that we can stay happy and healthy. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Well, thanks again, Lindsay. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it. This has been a very enlightening episode for me. And honestly, it was a whole lot of fun being able to do a little home experiment with my friend and to just uncover some things about what I'm consuming and making sure that the water choices that I'm making are best for me. Now, after this episode, I'm also going to do a home test. The drinking water analysis kit that I got is called H2O-OK, and I purchased it at Home Depot. It was not super cost effective. I mean, I guess it was. It contains two tests um, for a number of different things. I think it was $10. Uh, I'd still recommend getting it. Just be mindful that you're only going to be able to test two different sources. So if you have your tap water and then your filtered water at home, that makes sense. For us with our six bottles of water, it would have been a little bit more of a costly investment. So I was thankful that Lindsay had a solution that was able to test the water for us as well. Before we part ways today, I do need to owe you a weigh-in. So let's get started. As I said, I have been inconsistent, to say the least, for the last few weeks. And so I'm a little bit nervous about weighing in and seeing where I am given the fact that I haven't been as dedicated to all of the things that I need to be doing in order to continue losing the weight. So, time to step on the scale. In doing so, the scale is reading 252.4, which means I actually still lost a half of a pound. That's really reassuring. Ah, So, part of that lesson, I think, for me is that Whenever we make a quote mistake, so we reach for something that is not in our diet plan, if we miss our mid-morning shake, things like that, it doesn't completely derail us. It, it, it didn't for me. And I'm just going to hold my breath and be grateful for this right now that I didn't totally screw things up for myself. And this is all the more reason why we need to continue to give ourselves grace in those moments where we are not totally on point. It doesn't mean that we're a failure. It just means that we're human. Thanks again, listeners. I am so glad that you're here listening to me today, joining me for this journey. I don't know that I'd be as successful on my own without you. There was part of me that really 
labored over whether I should do this podcast or not, whether I should be as explicit, as open, as transparent as I am, put myself out there and let people in. And I'm just so glad that I did. Thank you again. Join me next week. I've got lots more stuff going on. In fact, I am traveling to Omaha, Nebraska this weekend. That sounds like the most random place to go visit, but I have a lot of fun stuff going on this weekend. Frank and I have some goals this weekend, and we are working on our wellness, our personal and professional goals, and I'm really excited to go out to visit a new place. It's been a long time since this gypsy has been around and visited a new place in this country. In the little bit of research that I've done, Omaha looks like a really cool joint. Lots of craft beer places, restaurants, coffee shops, shopping. I'm going to have some free time to myself. And I'm really looking at this as being a retreat as well. I'm not going to spoil everything. I have some things that I want to share with you, but I need to experience it first. So my anticipation is I'm going to do a bit of a recap of my experience this weekend for you for my next episode. But of course, I promise I will be filling you in on my goals as well as my way in to make sure that I am continuing on this journey to lose 100 pounds. Check you guys next week. See you then.